eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Episode 11, Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm Adam Crowley. He's Colin Dunlap. And thank God we've only got one preseason game left to go. Imagine, Colin, if we had two more of these things. Yeah, you know what would happen if there were two more? They could step in right now. You know, you know who they could go with two more right now. They'd step in and make it like uh, penance after reconciliation. If if you did something really bad, they'd come and you'd go to the uh, confessional and you'd sit there and you'd say, "Oh, Father," they're all either Italian or Irish. So you'd sit there and you say, "Hey, Father O'Malley," or you know, uh, you know, Father Spinoli. Riccardi or Spinoli or something like that. Hey, uh, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. Here's what I did. I swore a couple times. I lied. Uh, I didn't, you know, whatever. Uh, what's my penance? And they'd say, all right, you really want to bad. This was a bad. So we're going to add on one more preseason game. We had three Hail Marys, 15 Glory Bees, a <laughs> couple of Our Fathers, and then bang, you got to watch one more preseason game. And there you go. You're absolved of your sins. Father, Maybe son, they'll Ghost. make the Steelers offensive line play an extra preseason game to figure things out, given just how freaking bad they've been through two preseason games. Mike Tomlin not all that long ago spoke, and guess what? Mitch Trubisky, no, no surprise, no shock. He's going to start this third preseason game. Well, I guess I should throw that out there. Is that a surprise? Is that a shock that Mitch Trubisky is starting the third preseason game? The only reason I ask is because – Kyle Brandt was on Good Morning Football today, and he said, if Mitch Trubisky doesn't start, he's definitely the starter in game one. But if he does, hmm, might mean it's up in the air a little bit. Is that true? Uh, what? All right, you tell me, Adam Crowley translation, put it through the Adam Crowley translator. 
what does it signify or typify or not typify, but what does it signify? What's the translation of Mitch Trubisky starting this game? Because uh, you go first, because I think I have a translation. I think it means he's not Ben Roethlisberger, but he's still the starting quarterback. And Mike Tomlin just wants to see him get geared up for the regular season. He is the starter today. Now, if he plays terribly and Kenny Pickett is unbelievably good, I think that they will have at least a thought about Kenny Pickett being the starter day one. Ultimately, we'll still go with Trubisky. But if it were Ben Roethlisberger, he wouldn't be playing in this game. Mitch Trubisky, they just want to keep him rolling a little bit into the regular season. I don't think it's really how he starts. It's how he finishes and what he does to finish. Um, I think Mitch Trubisky is undeniably the starter. What if he only plays, and it's the inverse, he only plays eight plays or ten plays or one drive. And what if it's this? Because think about this. Kenny Pickett has played a bunch, and, and I'm maybe and probably reaching here. But, like, I think Mitch Trubisky is the starter for sure. But Kenny Pickett has played a lot of games in Heinz Field, a ton of games in Heinz Field as the quarterback of the University of Pittsburgh. Mitch Trubisky has played, like, one, right? <laughs> So what if it is dress rehearsal, here's what you do, pregame, here's how – and it's a function of that just as much as anything else. Here's how you run out of the tunnel. Here's the warm-up. Here's what the angles look like. Here's what it's going to be like. It's a 430 game. There's different shadows. There's diff- I, I know that I'm probably being far too nuanced, but uh... it just might be the feel of being the starter, and you only get to match and – you only get to play act that a couple times before it's for real. And this is the dress rehearsal. So it's not necessarily the amount of plays that he plays. It's you run out of the tunnel, lead this team. You go through warmups, lead this team. You're out there and you feel that to start the game. I, I, I know how incredibly creatures of habit NFL coaches are. And when I saw that, I thought maybe that's part of it. Well, that's very Mike Tomlin of you, the way you're thinking there, because I do think that stuff matters to Mike Tomlin. He's talked about it before, Colin, with guys who don't even play in the preseason game, but wanting them to wear their uniforms, put the pads on, do all that fun stuff so that they know what it's like to get geared up for a game, even if they're not going to play in a game. So I do think that that weighs in. I wonder what would need to happen for Kenny Pickett to push his chips to the middle of the table to be given a chance to start day one. You don't think there's anything he could do to be the guy against the Bengals September 11th? No, it's got to be a back and forth. It's got to be a yo-yo. Kenny Pickett has to play great, and Mitch Trubisky has to play terrible. Like, it can't just be one or the other. It can't be – It can't. yeah, it can't be one or the other. It's got to be both. Kenny Pickett has to put up a stat line that's like like one of the two stat lines he's put up so far, but especially uh, kind of a higher volume one. He needs to be 15 to 16 for, you know, 148 and two touchdowns. And Mitch Trubisky needs to be three of 11 in a pick for you know, eight yards or something like that. I, I really feel that's where it is. It needs to be egregious on one end. And on the other end, absolutely spectacular for Kenny Pickett to start. What do you think is going on with a lot of the folks in the national media who seem to think that this really is a quarterback battle? Because 
it hasn't been the whole way. And it doesn't seem like it is now. I realize Kenny Pickett's got the shiny preseason statistics of 19 out of 22 for three touchdowns and a quarterback rating of 136 point whatever, but he wasn't playing against starters either. It's not like Kenny Pickett went out there and dominated for three quarters against NFL starters and put his best foot forward that way. He's playing against backups. I think they see clips, and that's the thing. You know, they don't sit, they don't watch, they don't consume every day at practice. They also don't watch the whole preseason game. They see the magic that Kenny Pickett puts up, and rightly so, and it is very good, in the splash plays during the games or the scores during the games or things like that. And that's what rises to the surface for them, and they see a a cut-up of 30 seconds where he's great. But they don't understand the evolution of the long process here because they're also talking and covering and consuming a bunch of other teams, you know, two dozen plus other teams. So I think that's what it is. There are times in which it's dangerous in a good way and positive or dangerous in a bad way and positive in a good way to be deep and narrow. Like we are with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is one of those times where it is a positive because you consume so much, you can block out just the surface coverage. Does that make sense? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it makes a ton of sense. Being as close to it as we are, if you were Mike Tomlin, would you allow this final preseason game to matter? Because I I wouldn't. Uh, I still think Mitch Trubisky gives them the best chance to win. And one preseason game where who knows how many snaps these guys are going to get, that's going to not have me throw out the full body of work of Mitch Trubisky just because Kenny Pickett got all shiny and flashy for a couple of games. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but I would pay attention to something that was glaring. Like if something was insanely bad or incredibly good, I don't know if I'd let it shift my decision-making, but I have no choice but to pay attention to it. I think absolutely positively. What about Najee? Pretty good. Uh, I wanted to get, I wanted to get to Najee. Next segment. Yeah, Sure. Uh, okay. Kenny Pickett, though, I I got to say, he's really impressed me, even given what I already said about the level of competition he's playing, because mm-hmm. at Pitt, and we watched every snap this guy took in his collegiate career, he held on to the ball a while because he wanted to make plays. Right. And I thought, you know what? He's athletic, but he's not NFL athletic, I don't think, where he's going to be able to run around and make a whole bunch of plays and let his athleticism do what he did against Wake Forest in the ACC championship with the fake slide, things like that. I was worried about that. But in this preseason, boy, he's getting rid of the ball quickly, decisively, with guys in his face. He got hit on the game-winning touchdown to Tyler Vaughns. He invited pressure into his face to then let Pat Fryermuth get into that next window on a hell of a read and throw by him in the second preseason game. His quick snap decision-making and his understanding 
of probably a limited version of the offense still is very encouraging to me, even if he's not going to be the starter on day one. No, I agree with that. Who's your favorite Steelers celebrity fan in terms of not celebrity Hollywood, but somebody that's made themselves known because they're a Steeler fan? I'm talking like Yenzer Pope. I'm talking like the Troy Polamalu guy. I'm talking like the guy that dresses up like the steel worker. I'm talking like Steeler, uh, the, the Jesus guy that goes to games. If you can question all those people, who's your favorite Steeler famous fan? Did you see the Mary Hours video that recently came out? That's why I asked. Okay, I thought it might be. Terrible a, bra, the terrible bra. The terrible bra is intimidating to me. I, I happen to like the Steelers Pope uh, because of my Catholic upbringing. And I find that over the years, my family members who were devout Catholics have started to drift away more from the faith and more to just being Steelers fans. My mom used to go to church every Sunday. Now she doesn't, but she puts her Steelers earrings on in Ben Roethlisberger jersey every Sunday. So it hits close to home. Steelers Pope. I like that guy. I saw him beer bonging at a tailgate two years ago. I found that to be pretty uh, – three years ago. I found it to be pretty funny. It, turning wine into urine. Uh, but, yeah, so anyhow, they play, uh, they play at what time would be like midnight mass this year, by the way, don't they play a Christmas Eve right at yes. time where people would be going to mass? That makes for an interesting juxtaposition. Maybe they'll just have mass in the parking lot. Gold lot one, father, son, Holy spirit. Uh, Is yeah, there anything good. worse as a kid than midnight mass? I mean, it might be the worst hour and a half bordering on two hours of any kid's year. Because not only are you waiting for presents under the Christmas tree uh -huh. and all the anticipation that comes from that, but you're also, now you're sitting in church and, and frankly, no kid ever has wanted to be at church. Try serving it like four or five times. I like did I that did. too. Yeah. Yeah. With the, you know, the, the whole being an acolyte and all that stuff. Back to the fan though. A lot of incense. Yeah. Yeah. No gold. Uh, frankincense and merch is straight incense. Uh, now is back to that fan, that celeb fan who is in the, who, who is in that kind of inner circle? Is it, it's Steeler Pope. Mm -hmm. It is molten lava guy. Uh, it is that guy from Jacksonville that wore the helmet and then, uh, Ed the Vega. overalls. Yeah. Ed Vega. Yes, yes. He's worked his way into the conversation. <laughs> yes. He was a yeah. late round pick that made the team. He was. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, man, I, I guess, oh yeah, I guess Steeler Pope probably, probably would have to be, um, because like all the old school guys died off, like. Franco's Italian army people, and even what if they didn't die if off. Yinzer Pope dies. Does the white smoke then go up after they pick a new Yinzer Pope? Do the do the Yinzer Cardinals have to vote on a new Yinzer? How does that go? I wonder. And what would be the Vatican like in the for these terms? works. <laughs> hey, you want to hear something crazy? I have an aunt that refused to go to church brew works because she just couldn't do it. Because it was a church? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She couldn't She couldn't bring herself to do it. Like, they were having a bunch of people that were going to an event. And she because she had not gone to school there, but they had, like, played basketball against that team or growing up had other things at elementary school where she had, like, gone there and when it was a church. 
And because it was in Lawrenceville, you know, and yeah. you know, my family grew up largely in Sharpsburg, right across the river. And she had known that as a church and had been there and she just couldn't do it. But she didn't get cold feet like until it was go time. <laughs> like she thought she could do it. it like skydiving, like they were in the air. And you're like, ah, I can't do it. She was like there. It I went up the steps. She's like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about entering an actual church these days. Just yeah. Uh, yeah. might be able to make it to the top step, but that's about it. Can't do it. In the next segment, Najee Harris. Is he going to play? Mike Tomlin talked about it, and so will we. I got another thing, too. Let's hear it.